What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to the Locked On Pirates podcast. I am, of course, your host, Ethan Smith. Still getting over the sore throat a little bit, so bear with me on today's show. If you hear me sniffle a little bit or clear my throat, that's why. But we're back. We're back after a uh, week-long hiatus. I've been having a cold. So just like the Pittsburgh Pirates, um, I've been cold, and so have the Pirates lately. Um, But we do have some small news to attend to today here on the Locked On Pirates podcast. Of course, the Pirates made the Vince Velasquez signing official as they signed the right-hand pitcher to a one-year deal. And it was also announced that he will be a starter. So we will, of course, be talking about that and how it impacts the rotation in 2023. Also, Tyler Heineman was brought back to the Pittsburgh Pirates in another small move by the team this offseason, but the catcher position is still a pressing need. And once again, we are live on today's show, so if you are here, make sure you give me your thoughts on who you'd like to see the Pirates play at catcher to begin the season with Andy Rodriguez and Henry Davis waiting in the wings. Today's episode is brought to you by Simply Safe and Bet Online. More on them later. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter at MVP underscore Ethan or at Locked on Pirates for all of your news on the Pittsburgh Pirates. And let's get into today's episode, everybody. You are Locked on Pirates, your daily Pittsburgh Pirates podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back to that Pirates podcast, everybody. I am, of course, your host, who occasionally does the most. You know, I usually do the most most of the time. But when you have a sore throat and you're sick, it's kind of hard to do that. I got the uh, the water right here. I've been drinking nothing but water for like the last like four or five days. And it's been interesting. But the Pittsburgh Pirates and their busy offseason have kind of taken a standstill. Uh, as most things do with winter meetings coming to a close. We saw the team make a couple of moves during winter meetings, one of those being Vince Velasquez to a one-year deal. And it was announced that they do see Vince Velasquez as a guy who will likely start for this team. And, of course, they did announce the signing today, um, and they are happy, and this is a direct quote, from general manager Ben Charrington. We are happy to bring Vince into our starting pitching group, said Pirates general manager Ben Charrington. He has a starter's repertoire, and we are looking forward to working with him and watching him start games in black and gold. Again, a guy who you you got to keep, keep in mind here, and Alex Stumpf, of course, gave perfect announce, uh, analysis on this, saying, which, yeah, of course he is. If a swingman is going to sign a modest one-year deal in December with a team coming off 100 losses, he probably has some guarantee of what his early season role is going to be. So, with him beginning the season in the rotation, you're starting to look at the idea that the rotation is going to shape itself out um, pretty much in a way where you're going to have Rwanji Contreras definitely in there. You're going to have Mitch Keller definitely in there. You're going to have Vince Velasquez in there. I would assume you still probably have JT Brubaker in the mix as well. Bryce Wilson is another guy I think that might still get in the mix there. Johan Oviedo, Luis Ortiz, Mike Burrows. That's going to be a very fun thing to watch during spring training in 2023 this year. 
is who gets in there in the back end because you know Mitch Keller and Rowanzi and probably now Vince Velasquez are all going to be guys that are going to be in this rotation, but who ends up getting those back end spots and who moves to the bullpen? More than likely, what I would expect from Velasquez is I would expect him to start the year in the rotation and then shift to the bullpen once guys like Quinn Priester, Mike Burrows, Luis Ortiz, Johan Oviedo, those kind of guys acclimate themselves to the starting rotation. So I would not panic too much about this. Um, I would not, you know, think of it too much because again, most people when he was signed knew that he had started games in the past, knew that he struggled as a starter and had better chances as a reliever, but start him as a starter. Maybe as a Jose Quintana S gear or a Tyler Anderson S gear, you trade him at the deadline for some mid-level prospects, which is something we have seen for quite some time with this team over the last couple of years. And if you want to hold on to him, if you like what you see, you put him in the bullpen eventually. And there's no issue with that to me whatsoever. It's kind of just how the cookie crumbles there with this uh, pickup. And I just wanted to touch on this lightly. And today's show is going to be a little bit shorter than usual just because of the throat issue so I didn't want to like sit here and (laughs) strain myself too much but again the Vince Velasquez signing should not be a crazy signing to anybody and also a Harper man since I do have the chat next to me here said in 2017 the Pirates became the first team to field a Lithuanian born and raised player in the major leagues Um, I do not remember who that was but I do remember hearing about it back in 2017 Um, but I also will say that with what the Pirates have done so far this offseason, especially pitching, they've put a strong emphasis on the pitching staff, which I've been happy about. Now, it's not been anything that has been crazy good. Like, we're not going to sit here and act like this team has made leaps and strides for what this pitching staff is going to look like. But something that we'll look at a little bit more tomorrow, I do want to look at the rotation in the bullpen as it looks, as it stands now, and then talk about what's going to happen in 2023 in terms of who you're going to see subtracted and then added. That's going to be on tomorrow's show. It definitely looks a lot better than what it did in the previous years where you saw the bullpen start the season very, very well. You saw the starters even do kind of well also, but they would just get those random bug injuries. The injury bug would hit, and then everything would just go to crap. And we've seen guys that the Pirates also were in on, in on, quote-unquote, like Kyle Gibson, Sean Manaya, and even a Ross Stripling all come off the market. So the pitcher market is definitely getting to the point of, no return in terms of these guys are going to probably get priced out by the Pirates just because there is no more starting pitching or even relief pitching available in free agency for the most part. So we'll see what the Pirates decide to do there, if they have any other plans to continue with the pitching staff moving forward. But one thing you should continue with moving forward is simply safe at locked on Pirates. We believe home should be where you and your family Feel safest, especially over the holidays. This season, give yourself and your family the gift of peace and protection with the number one rated home security system, Simply Safe. And right now, Simply Safe is offering Locked On Pirates listeners 40% off a new security system, but don't put this off. And here's why I love it. Well, Simply Safe was named the best home security system of 2022 by U.S. News and World Report for a third year in a row. And in an emergency, 24-7 professional monitoring agents use Fast Protect technology exclusively from Simply Safe. 
to capture critical evidence and verify that the threat is real so you can get higher priority police response. Simply Safe is whole home security with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and out, and smarter ways to detect motion that alert you only when the threat is real. 24-7 professional monitoring service costs under $1 a day, less than half the price of traditional home security systems. And with the top-rated Simply Safe app, stay in complete control of your system, arm or disarm, unlock for a guest, access your cameras or adjust system settings anytime and anywhere. Don't miss your choices or chance to save big. On my favorite security system, get 40% off any new system at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB today at simplysafe.com slash locked on MLB. And remember, there's no place like Simply Safe. Um, Trashcan asked me, How do I feel about Adam Duvall in the outfield? Wouldn't mind it. Um, and as for the catcher position, very simple, Henry Davis. He's very good, and having him at the catcher position and keeping him in catching position would be most beneficial for the future. So as the chat is rolling in about the catcher position, of course that has to be the biggest need for this Pittsburgh Pirates team moving forward uh, because Andy Rodriguez, outside of the Tyler Heineman signing, is the only other catcher on the 40-man roster. We know the Pirates well enough to know that the Pittsburgh Pirates are probably not going to start Andy Rodriguez um, at the catcher position to begin the year. Let's remember that, albeit Endy was a very, very good player in the minor leagues this year, he was obviously that good because MLB Network rated them in their first team at the catcher position. He did not get a lot of AAA time. Yes, he's on the 40-man roster because if he wasn't, he would have been snagged in the Rule 5 draft by the Nationals, the Athletics, or another team very, very quickly. With that said, the catcher position is their biggest need moving forward. We have seen them inquire on some guys at the catcher position, one of those being Tucker Barnhart. Um, we have a suggestion from the chat saying Gary Sanchez on a one-year deal would not be bad. Remember before the offseason began that there was a rumor that Roberto Perez and the Pirates wanted to have a reunion. The biggest issue with Roberto Perez which is what the biggest issue last year was and why the catcher position was an absolute mess last year was because Roberto Perez cannot stay healthy. That was their biggest issue. So do you run it back with Perez without having really any option behind him other than as of right now, Tyler Heineman and possibly end up in that same position again? I don't know if you do that if you're the Pittsburgh Pirates. Now, when you're looking at a guy like Gary Sanchez, I wouldn't mind that either, but I think everybody in the chat, everybody listening to this right now, would be in agreement that the Pirates do need to find a catcher at some point. They have to get in on this slim catcher market or find a trade, which we saw a big trade uh, involving catchers yesterday with Sean Murphy going to Atlanta and William Contreras going to Milwaukee. So even that market on the trade market is starting to dwindle down a little bit. Christian Vasquez is another name out there that the Pirates could potentially look at. And Pirates Rants, of course, says uh, Roberto Perez is the most likely option. The players all love him and he knows the system well. As long as he stays healthy, he should be the guy. I agree. But him staying healthy, I think, is the biggest issue. So does he stay healthy and do the Pirates want to risk him staying healthy again? I think that's the biggest thing that they have to worry about here in terms of what they do with this position. Now, of course, we all know what the future of the position is for the Pittsburgh Pirates at the catcher spot. It's Henry Davis and Andy Rodriguez. 
There's no no ifs, ands, or buts about that whatsoever. That is the future at that position for you. There is no doubt in that whatsoever. That that is what you are. That is what this team will be at that spot for a quite for quite some time. Andy Rodriguez is a phenomenal baseball player, but we know the Pirates well enough that he will not be here in March at the beginning of the year. He'll probably tear it up in spring training. He'll go to AAA, tear it up in AAA, and we'll probably see him around June or July. I can call that right now, and it's December. So people want to get upset that he's not up here yet. I get it, but also let's see what he can do a little bit with about like a half a season of AAA ball because, again, he did not play in AAA that much last year. So let's pump the brakes on that. Henry Davis, same way. I get it. He was the number one overall pick in 2020. You want to see what you're going to get from the kid because, again, baseball is an infuriating sport because you draft guys number one overall and sometimes don't see him for two, three, even maybe four years at a time. It just happens. It's just how it is. But I think Henry's going to be a fine, suitable option as well. And saying that you have to move either or is to me kind of ludicrous because some of the best teams in baseball have two good catchers. One DHs one day, one catches one day. They flip-flop every once in a while. Or you put your best defensive catcher back there, which I would say would be Henry Davis right now between him and Andy, and then you let the other one DH, like an Andy Rodriguez. I would love a, a, a lineup that features um, Andy Rodriguez and Henry Davis alongside O'Neill Cruz, Key, Brian Hayes, and Brian Reynolds. Because as far as I'm concerned right now, Brian Reynolds is still a Pittsburgh Pirate. People can give me all these fake trades and all this trade uh, machine BS that all they want, but as far as things look, it does not appear that he's going to be leaving anywhere. And I've said for the longest time that there are only two options here. He either gets extended and stays in Pittsburgh or he is traded. They are not going to let him walk for free. There is no way. But going back to the catcher position, there are options there, but we will see what the Pirates decide to do. But I can tell you over and over again that it is the biggest need for this team. There is no doubt in that whatsoever. It is the biggest need for this baseball team. No stretch of the imagination whatsoever right now. First base, you get G-Man Choi and Carlos Santana. You have that filled up. Rodolfo Castro at second base, fine. You'll figure that out. O'Neill Cruz is your shortstop of the future. Fine and dandy there. Key Brian Hayes is your third baseman. Fine and dandy there. Left field, probably Jackson Winty or Brian Reynolds, depending on what you want to do with G1 Bay. Right field, you still have a lot of outfielding options that you got to look get looks at, like Kanan Smith and Jigba, Matt Gorski, uh, Matt Frazier. Then the list goes on and on for the outfield. Travis Swaggerty even. There's still plenty of time to figure that out, but maybe the Pirates go inside a veteran outfielder as well. The one thing that you can hear from me, though, literally going around the diamond and picking out the players that are going to be available for this team in 2023, catcher is not it right now. They cannot go into this season with Tyler Heineman as their starting catcher. There's no way. There, there's absolutely no way they can do it. And I would bet that Tyler Heineman will not be the only catcher on this MLB roster to begin the year, and I can also bet that it won't be Andy Rodriguez, but if you want to bet on Andy Rodriguez to win Rookie of the Year in 2023, or even Quinn Priester, make sure you go check out Bet Online. Of course, Bet Online is the best place to do all of your sports betting 
this winter and going into spring. Bet Online is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there, from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. If you bet on Argentina to win today, you're probably very happy. They've got it all at bet online if you love sports podcasts you can even find those at bet online as well they're the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info so head to the website today which is betonline.net or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action happening today and bet online is where the game starts so now we move into more of the question and answer part of this podcast today of course i have the live chat over here with me if I could point a little better. Yep. Uh, uh, there we go. I was going to say, I was going to point eventually. It also kind of looks like I have a broken finger sometimes when I point that way, but no, neither here nor there. Um, but Brian Reynolds is of course the talk of the town right now with the Pittsburgh pirates or it are no ifs, ands or buts about that whatsoever. Vince Saez, a big friend of the podcast asked Ethan is Brian Reynolds going to stay as a pirate or do you think they trade him? I still think it's up in the air with this. Um, that report came out very, very, very quickly. It kind of scared a lot of people because it was very, um, out of left field. Like it was not expected whatsoever. Um, depending on who you ask, because Brian Reynolds is the kind of guy who wants to get paid, honestly. And, you know, I think ultimately he's going to stay, but we will have to see on this. It's a fluid situation. Fluid situation, I think, is the best way to describe it uh, in terms of Brian Reynolds. But as far as I'm concerned right now, I think they keep him. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that when Ben Sherrington stated that we need a quality starter, he signs Vince Velasquez. He's a great buy guy, but has struggled severely as a starter. I agree. But again, I don't think he's going to be starting that long. I don't think he'll be that long of a starter. You also said I would have preferred Kluber or Miley. Yeah, there were some better options out there, but based off of the contracts we've seen shelled out to starting pitchers this offseason, a lot of them did get priced out of the Pittsburgh Pirates range. Uh, also on the starting pitcher thing, says Harper Man, unless they're left-handed, are they really needed? I think that in terms of pitching, we should continue working on the bullpen. I also agree. Um, I agree 100%. This team has enough righties. Even in the system, they have enough righties. They don't really need any more righties. They, they, they don't. But we did see them acquire two different left-handed pitchers, so that'll definitely be a helpful addition for this team moving forward, and we'll see how they plan on constructing said bullpen and everything with it. Uh, Jack asked, can we please sign Smith first baseman released by the Mets? Are he's talking about Dominic Smith? He was uh, released by the Mets? Oh, yeah, he was released by the Mets. I wouldn't mind it, but I definitely think they're kind of done uh, with the first base position at the current moment for good reason with G-Man Choi and Carlos Santana, both manning that spot. Uh, so we'll see what they decide to do there. But I don't know if they're going to be very active in free agency anymore. I think they've done pretty much everything they wanted to do except catcher. So I think that's really all you'll expect for the remainder of the offseason. Any other questions, guys? Is there any other bullpen support up for grabs? Not really. I talked about that earlier. Um, 
it's starting to get become slip, uh, slim pickings on um, a lot of the pitching that's available. So they more than likely had to do it via trade at this point, which is a possibility for them. They can do it via trade if they'd like to. Um, there are still some options there, but again, just with how free agency has been with pitching so far, I would say that they're probably going to get priced out on some of these guys. Also, with that said, guys, uh, we are going to be on uh, two different crossovers this week. We're going to have Paul Francis Sullivan of Locked on MLB. Me and him are going to run that back because we saw on both ends that the uh, podcast quality was not that great. Uh, we're also going to have uh, Javier Reyes, of course, of Locked on Padres to talk about some Brian Reynolds rumors and where Brian Reynolds could end up if he is indeed traded. With that said, guys, again. Trying to still get the throat back together. So I am going to wrap it up here today. Thank you so much for tuning in to the live shows as you always do. We will be back tomorrow. I am, of course, your host, Ethan Smith, who does the most. And I will see you guys on the flip side.